So, I'm going to be real honest with you. you. This is not the podcast that you want to listen to. There are lots of Packer podcasts out there, and this is not the fucking one. We are not in off-season mode. We're not fucking realists, pragmatic. We're fucking sad. We, we came here to be emotional. <laughs> this is I just came here to be dead inside. Yeah, Andrew hasn't said much. Well, let's introduce ourselves yep. to our new audience. Yep. This is the Packer Force Podcast, and we're all brothers, and we've watched the Packers for a long time together, and this harkens back to my, you know, I was a young lad. This is my first memory of losing in the 99 wild card to the, to the 49ers, and we all just ran around the house denying it and saying that we won, and I was, I was very excited yep. to deny that loss. Yep. And thus began a series of us processing heartbreaking defeats in the playoffs together that has lasted nearly two decades now. So here we fucking are again, and that was it. That was the best shot that we're going to get, is, is how I feel in in the wake of that game. I feel like the team's going to get worse, and we're not going to be in that good of a position again. Fucking hope Jordan Love is awesome. <laughs> Packers lost, by the way. <laughs> 31 to 26 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which is the same score. No, it's not. Never mind. Who are is going to the going to the Super Bowl. Tom fucking Tom Brady. Tom Brady gave an amazing handoff to Chris Godwin on the end around who picked up a first down, and Tom Brady looked at him and said, Is that it? Did we just do it? Did we do it? And began his celebration on the frozen tundra at Lambeau Field. Tom Brady celebrated an NFC championship uh, at Lambeau Field, matching, matching... the amount of NFC championships that Aaron Rodgers has won. He has more NFC championships at Lambeau Field than Aaron does. Yep. Aaron has zero. You know what it is? Tom Brady's a fucking winner, and Aaron Rodgers is not. Aaron Rodgers is a player. He can play the game. Tom Brady just fucking wins it. Because he's simple. He fucking sold his soul. And he fucking sucks. I, that that image will be forever seared in my head. Look, where some other images I'm trying to think of. No. Oh, okay. There's <laughs> a lot of bad ones. God, why would you ask me that question? Like, hey, what are your favorite parts of your fucking parents dying, Bruce Wayne? Let's talk about how that was fun. I mean, they do show it in every Batman movie. <laughs> so, like... It I know, and it's literally the most fucking annoying part of every Batman movie. I get mad every time. Okay, but it's the, his whole origin story. It's like... Yeah, we know it. It happened. It's not fun to talk about anymore. Okay, so is that your opinion on, like, the 2014 NFC Championship game? <laughs> Where I don't remember that one. the Packers? No, Russell Wilson crying at the end of that game. Successfully suppressed that one long ago. You remember that Russell Wilson crying? I remember Tom Coughlin's red fucking face in two thousand and seven. He had the reddest fucking face. God, I remember that one. And I remember wearing his fucking frostbite. I remember being upstairs in the kitchen celebrating after their fucking kicker missed. A, a kick mm-hmm. at the end yeah. of regulation that was a gimme kick that would have won him the game. I remember being like, we still got it. We still got it. Yeah. Fucking remember that shit. Yep. Yeah, Wait, I remember t- still thinking that up until Coach decided, you know what? We're good with a field goal. What do we need a touchdown for? Oh, you mean in this game? You're tra- You're transporting us back to this game? 
How do you fucking live with this coach going forward when he should fucking die? That's a good question. Professor? Matt LaFleur is a fucking child among among NFL coaches. And and he last year was the was the hot shot kid. Mm-hmm. And he got shot down by the older brother, Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. This yeah. year he was the fucking man in charge and he fucking He got he got spanked twice by Bruce Arians. By Bruce fucking Arians, who by the way, I don't want to hear that Bruce Arians is a bad coach. He fucking stared Matt LaFleur in his eyes until he pissed himself. Yep. And that was the game. He fucking won that game with his god with his ball sack. Bruce Arians is 75 years old or something, and, and he has, still doesn't need Viagra. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking virile. He got a bicep in his fucking scrotum. <laughs> Bruce Arians is fucking cool. <sighs> in a way that's really most annoying right now. Yes. Yeah, it is. He... So let's uh, let me let me let me say this about this Tampa Bay team and what what adds to the frustration here is, you know, we talked about how we would never be built this way, and losing this game just flies in the face of Ted Thompson's legacy. This mm-hmm. is this Bucks team is the opposite of draft and develop. This is oh hey look let's, let's go pay, give that quarterback all our money. Oh hey look here's fucking Jason Pierre-Paul and Indomitian Sue and. Fucking oh, we got Gronk! Oh, Leonard Fournette! <laughs> oh, look, Antonio Brown! He's fucking a rapist. Let's sign him. This is the exact opposite of Ted Thompson, and we let this team fucking stomp us in I our house. like Rob Gronkowski... While Ted Thompson be, was watching. Rob Gronkowski will be interviewed this week and be like, you know, I just love playing for the Jaguars. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this is the Buccaneers? Oh, that's why they have that ship. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I wasn't done being mad. Yeah, be mad. Be mad. It's a fucking disgrace. It was a disgrace. It, 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 the entire premise of the Packer way fell in on itself this weekend. Mm-hmm. The entire fucking premise. You're not going to get a team in better position than this. We were cap stretched, stretched to the bone on our cap. With this team, and we weren't overpaying anyone. We had a bunch of money given out to guys that were that fucking good, and we still couldn't get it done. Been fucking overpaying, wasn't playing, and it turns out he was as important as he turned out to be fucking making. Yeah, you were saying the tackles. Yeah, fucking. I don't know how they could have fooled us so bad. The rest of the year. How they, they looked like they were playing so well. Tackle was not a concern. You thought you had that shit turned around. It was the same exact story. Exactly the same. 21 pressures. Week 6, 21 pressures this week. How could they look that bad? I don't know how possibly you could fucking flip that shit on his head. Billy what? Turner looked like fucking lost against Jason Pierre-Paul. Many Rick times. Wagner. Rick Wagner got fucking. He looked like a goddamn Detroit Lion out there for the first time all season. That was his fucking thing the whole the whole year. Maybe he's still getting paid by the Lions because he <laughs> looked terrible, looked awful. Now he's throwing a ball at this cat. It's the point we've reached. I threw a broad at a wall. After that penalty on Kevin King, which shouldn't have been fucking called given the precedent, the rest had set, but it was a bad fucking dumbass grab that he didn't need to do. Uh, yeah, that's the worst time to pull out that flag. I don't know how you can like call a game like that the whole game long and then just at that point decide, okay, that's enough, guys. <laughs> like, it was, it was a shit ball. It fucking... It, I mean, it was holding his undershirt. It barely... But also, fucking Kevin King, 
how can you just do that? How can you be in the middle of the whole goddamn football field and hold it, keep holding this man's jersey until it's three free feet out from him? Like, how can you just keep holding on? What the fuck do you think you're getting away with here? What the point? It looks like you're pulling a roll of toilet paper out of his ass. <laughs> and you just fucking keep doing it. What do you, like, how stupid are you? Yeah. Dumb son of a bitch. And I don't even blame you for how bad that coverage was at the end of the first half. It, it was bad. You you just got burnt so bad. You were a liability out on the field. And fucking Mike Pettin takes all the blame for that one, as he should for the rest of the game. I don't know how you can face Tom Brady that many times and just think that you – and learn nothing. And grow in no single way. Mike Patton needs to go. And that's, you know, it's almost beside the point. Because, yeah. I mean, There's... we kept him when he needed to go last year. And it, it, he, he, you know, bested my expectations with the way that this defense had been playing. It just sucks because I read somewhere that, like, in pressure situations, you turn to your real personality. I don't actually believe that. I believe that when you are in pressure situations, that uh, these pressures are acting you. And I don't think that's who you like really are. I don't think that's your true self. But what I do think is when you get into similar situations and you perform bad once and then you perform that same way twice and you do it again that you are creating habits you're creating these fatal habits in these really important situations that are i think really hard i don't know how like you have to find a way to overcome that and that's got to be through fucking therapy like i i don't know what manual you pull out or what reps you can do to replicate that sort of a situation. Aaron Rodgers played the same way in this NFC Championship game that he essentially has. And let's, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, he fucking, what, he was like 30 of 40 for 340 yards and three touchdowns. It's not bad, right? Those numbers are great. He puts up good numbers. But to go three and out after two interceptions... That's fucking awful. That is terrible. And that it's that sort of thing. When you get into that game situation, that happens. It's something that we have seen before in big moments. Mike Pettin has the habit of losing to Tom Brady. That is habitual, right? I don't know what he can do. He needs to try something completely different to get out of that. And fucking Matt LaFleur is creating the habit of losing in NFC Championship games. That's all Matt LaFleur's ever done. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just going to be Every like... team in history has a habit of losing to Tom Brady. Patton did suck, but Patton always kind of sucks. Tom Brady has a habit of winning. Right, I don't blame the defense. I like, and I get fucking pissed off when I see people saying like, "Oh, the defense gave up 31 points in an NFC Championship game. When will Aaron Rodgers ever get his fucking?" That's how it's gonna go. You're playing a really fucking good offense by that point, and defense doesn't work anymore. So it's gonna be about 30 fucking points you're gonna have to get in an NFC in a title game like this. How many points did the Chiefs put up? Was it fucking less than 30? No. How many points did the Bills put up? They got held to five fucking field goals because they choked their own shit. I didn't even watch that game. I was so fucking mad. Yeah. But it's it's not an excuse you get to use. Aaron Rodgers has to be the one scoring 30. By the way, what, 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 what'd you say? How many points did we score? 26. So we didn't get our 30 burger? Nope. <laughs> yeah, fuck Corey Banky. Dude, fuck privileged ass Corey Banky, by the way. 
And also, if you if you don't like the word fuck or fucking, and you're still listening to this podcast, what the fuck are you doing right now? Marquez, stop listening to the podcast. You've got praying to do. I don't know, man. We got him this far. True. Can't help himself. I blame myself. What did you do? Well, I prayed for Marquez to, to you know, just trust his hands and go out there and ball out for two weeks. And and, and I guess that was at the cost of everyone else. Well, I did something similar because fucking the. Twitter guy, the fake Packer owner, I think his name is AJ, uh-huh. was going to the game, and I said, you're the, you're my closest link to inside this stadium. I need you to take care of MBS's hands, because that's something that we fought about over the year. And I was yeah. like, what was it? I realized, and you should have done this too, you should have just prayed for us to fucking win. And I yeah. should have just asked for him to make sure we won. Listen to the fucking weeds over here looking at MBS's phalanges. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those things you don't pray for. Like, here's the thing. I believe that that football is a wonderful creation of God. Like, that we have this system that we can get this into, that we can watch, and that it can be this entertaining, this real and dramatic and violent and also sportsmanlike. You know, like the the system that we have, that we get to watch football, and then we wait for it for a week, and then these games are just so exciting, is is just one of these things that is like, okay, this life is pretty cool. You know, we got football, but I don't think God gives a shit who wins. Tell that to Tom Brady. And the, what do you think Tom Brady prays for? And the 2017 Eagles. Like, they were all about that, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, were like, they were so into it. And then they, uh, you know, yeah, Jesus was like, no, no, don't. You know, I, I don't need to be in. The, and then he just destroyed them for the rest <laughs> of eternity. Uh, so that's how I feel about praying for women. But yeah, I, I can blame myself for not praying for winning. I also blame myself, dude. So, so I have uh, we we've watched the games, me, and my girlfriend, you and your wife, and then our friend Josh, and that's been the crew for like the entire year, right? When Josh I, can make it, yeah. And I have I have two other friends that I see, and he hasn't come to any games. And the morning of the NFC Championship, he's like, hey, can I come watch the game? And I'm like, no, I'm, I, I haven't, like, slept all night. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking, okay, I, what, what are we going to do? we got to get this food ready. What, i got to get my energy in the right place. And then Wes calls, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I can't have you over. And then I talked about it to Jenna. She was like, oh, why can't he come over? And I'm like... She's like, is it because COVID? I'm like, no. I mean, Josh comes over, and Josh and Wes are pretty much the same group of people. It's just my energy, and it's just my feelings. And she was like, yeah, I understand that. I just just thought football was like a community thing. I like the inclusiveness of it. I don't like the being exclusive. And I was like... Included his ass three weeks ago. I know. So I got back to him, and he fucking slept through the first half of the game anyway. He he went to sleep. He woke up at halftime and was like, "Oh, okay, I'll come on over." And so he started coming over, and then he wrecked his bike. Motorcycle or bike bike? Bicycle, bicycle. Well, how do you do that? By hitting a pothole and falling over. I, well, the thing is, he did that earlier, and he, like, broke his hand. And he's a pianist. That was funny. No, he's a pianist. That's how he works. <laughs> oh. Although, 
also tragic. <laughs> Coming off like a real piece of shit, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Just laughing at you. It's okay it's to laugh at people's it. pain when you're dead inside. <laughs> it's all I have. By the way, if you're a Bears fan watching this, just why don't you fucking go root for your own sorry-ass team, maybe go try to lance one of those ugly fucking boils on your ass, and just go look through your huge stack of porno mags. You sicko. Sick fuck. I mean... So I talked to Chris Beckers this weekend. I told him we did a podcast, and he was like, oh, I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> so... Dead, Andrew. He died in the middle of the game. <laughs> a bridge too far. Andrew, legend, who do you blame? I mean, of course I blame myself. I was a fucking horrible, stupid person the night before, and I decided to DD for some friends, and I should have known nothing good could ever come from being fucking <laughs> a designated driver. Why would I swear to God, never in my life again. actually really rough I'm really sorry for you but I fucking blame you for that too <laughs> like yeah, yeah dude that's you changed the whole energy now I realize when that defense was out there looking worried for the whole fourth quarter <laughs> they were all too fucking high they were just feeling that energy where it's like oh no what do I do we have to do this for millions of people. <laughs> hey, I don't think the defense is the fucking side that fucked up in the force. It's not, and we'll get to that. But it's <laughs> <laughs> not. Fuck you. Uh, offense. Um, uh, but, the, Andrew, that's interesting you say that, because like, I feel like you were the last one of us that had faith. Like, I think 
Peter and I had given up, and then I saw something you tweeted that was like, if you think that we're done, then fucking kill yourself. If you're fucking panicking, then leave the Earth. Yes, if you're panicking, then leave the Earth. I saw that, and I was like, I'm kind of panicking, but I don't want to leave the Earth. And then I was like, I guess I gotta stop panicking. I guess I gotta just kind of ride this out. And, you know... It wasn't a fucking. It wasn't a fucking panic situation. It was like we could have taken the lead with like minutes, several drives left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we were Damn. fine. It just was so fucking. Well, the the reason it was okay is because they weren't actually beating us. They just had some fucking shit happen over and over again. It's not like it's not yeah. like it was San Francisco where it was they fucking opened up whatever they wanted on the de- on our defensive line. Like, it was like they just hit these big plays that, like, they shouldn't have hit. Fucking, yeah. I was, I've said over and over and over again, the game was going to be on the turnover battle. And when we got that third turnover, I was like, fucking dope. We're in this. We did what we needed to do. It was a fight, but we got back in. We're back on a fucking good place because the turnover battle is fine. Now Aaron Rodgers just needs to be the Aaron Rodgers that we all think he is, we've all said he is, all fucking year, and just go do the Aaron Rodgers thing. And he didn't ever do the Aaron Rodgers thing at the end when it mattered. Except he did do the Aaron Rodgers thing when it mattered because the Aaron Rodgers thing when it matters is fucking this. This is who we are. We we don't have the stones to fucking sink a putt putt when we gotta. That's mm. true. I can't believe he left the field on that fourth down. Yeah. Why the Why the fuck was there no conversation? Why yeah. was he not? He screams about shit all the time. Why was yeah. he not fucking? That that was surprising to me. That Why was did he not that was shocking. Did we have a timeout? He should have fucking called a timeout. And be like, no, I'm gonna go fight my coach right now. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck either of them were doing. This was my mouth literally hung wide open, just a gate for a solid. Yeah, I didn't know what to say, what to think. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh, well, the game's over because coach just said, let's be done with this. Yeah, I mean it's it's it was it was fucking stupid, and it, I I had this I had a similar reaction of just being like, what? Oh, okay, like just mm-hmm. trying to calibrate to the decision that was totally like I was mentally getting ready for a fourth down play. That's fucking intense. Mm-hmm. And then like before I could fucking realize what was happening, we had we're, three points and yeah. we're giving the ball away again. It was yeah. like. Do we onside kick? Mental gymnastics to figure out. Oh, this must have actually been really smart somehow. What? What? No. Yeah, and I can't imagine. I can't imagine being super fucking high trying to figure all that out either. (laughs) Dude, there's there's a super. There's a super complex thought process there. Like, so if you get the touchdown and the two point conversion, let's say, then you're giving the ball back to to Tom Brady with incentive to go down there and get a field goal, right? So maybe you are less scared of that than you are of, okay, Tom Brady maybe is just going to try to get a first down and they're going to try and run the ball and we can stop that. Which, like, that doesn't make sense to me. Of course you're going to give Tom Brady one throw, which he missed, which he missed that throw. And all we had to do was not fucking hold on to it, give a dude a wedgie. <laughs> it, no, it, it, that's the fucked up thing. Is like it sort of worked. Yeah. Like it wasn't. It wasn't the worst. It, it was just like you are. You are. That is your margin of error at that yeah. point. Then, if one fucking single thing happens, right? And as opposed to if you don't get the fourth down, you're. Yeah, you you're still down one. You, yeah, you, they're at the six. You're in the same basic position. Only now right. it's you have to get the ball back and score a touchdown and get a two point conversion, and that only gets you a tie. Right. As opposed to doing the same thing and getting a win out of it. It's just I. I hope Lafleur is able to say at some point out loud to media 
that that was the wrong fucking call and he got fucking spooked because that is not the type of mentality you need to win these games. The type of mentality you need is to stop yourself in the moment, call a fucking timeout, take the punt team off the field, and go mm-hmm. for the fucking first on fourth down like mm-hmm. the Bucks did at the end of the second half, of mm-hmm. the first half. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got the first down, and then they fucking dunked a touchdown on us. Yeah. And that fucking, that fucking aggressive decision-making is yeah. something we've seen before, and that's what I've realized about this game and why it hurts so fucking much. Mm-hmm. This game is like... It's an anagram of the 2014 NFC Championship game. True. It's the same game. They yeah. just put it in a different order. Right. right all these right, right. colossal fuck-ups and fluke things happening. Yeah. In 2014, they all happened in the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. But in, in this game, yeah. they all were fucking spread all throughout the game. Yep. You I know, mean, it's insane. I literally talked last week about being excited that he almost threw picks at the end of the half. Because that mm-hmm. means that he will fucking learn from that mistake and not do that exact same shit this game. Lo and behold, he throws a fucking pick with fucking minutes to go in the half. They score a touchdown instead of us scoring fucking points going into the half. And that was really fucking the worst thing that happened in the whole well, game. Well, Andrew, exchange of points. what did we say to you in response to that complaint last week? It was, I don't know, you're it, fucking dumb. No, it was a low-risk thing, because, like, if you do give up the turnover at that point, it's still a lot has to happen for it to result in them getting points. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that a lot fucking happened. Uh-huh. They got the first was, down, they got the fucking, we played single fucking high in a Hail Mary situation. So, how about... This is one thing that I'm thinking. The clock was really weird at that time. You remember? It was six seconds. Oh, yeah, and then they put it to eight. Right before it went to eight seconds. Do you think that's a different play call with six seconds left? Because if it's only six seconds left... They might be doing the Hail Mary. They might be just trying for some sort of out to get into field goal range. I mean, I don't see how that changes if... If you're yeah, throwing it out with six seconds, you're throwing it out with eight seconds. The yeah. difference is if you only, if you think you only have six seconds, then you might be calling a Hail Mary. If you know you have eight, you might yeah. be more tempted to throw the out. Weird, weird, dumb call. It was Yeah. It was a failure and it was it was on Rogers and LaFleur. And I've heard ESPN first take talking about whose fault was it? Was it Rogers or was it LaFleur? It was both. They both mm-hmm. fucking... It was the rest of the team that didn't fuck it up for us. It was those two dudes that did. And that's like those two and maybe like you throw Aaron Jones under the bus with him because he did have two fumbles and one of them was a fucking backbreaker for him and the team. Yeah. I mean, we only lost yeah. one of the fumbles, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's like when you have that first fumble, you think he's not going to fucking fumble again. Right? You think he's like, oh, I should probably hold on to the ball really tight. Yeah, it was the same exact hit. Jordan Whitehead came in flying with his shoulder and ended up fucking that shoulder up. Yeah. So, it, like, kamikaze as Jordan Whitehead. Here's some other things, though, because I want to I wanna drive my point home here. Mike McCarthy was shit on relentlessly for kicking two field goals from within inside the 10-yard line against the Seahawks mm-hmm. in the first half. Mm-hmm. Here we saw it happen twice. Again, we had two field goals kicked from within inside the 10-yard line, mm-hmm. and that has not been LaFleur's MO. Why he turned into Mike McCarthy for this game, I do not know. Mm-hmm. We also had a drop in the end zone by Jordy Nelson in mm-hmm. 2014. It was in the second quarter when you weren't thinking about, oh, we really need these fucking points right now. Yeah. Devontae Adams had a drop in the end zone mm-hmm. on first and goal from the fucking eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had three interceptions from Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. We had four from Russell Wilson. In that game against Russell Wilson, HaHa Clinton Dix dropped another interception. Like Will Redmond dropped the one that Tom Brady threw him this week. Mm-hmm. It was the same fucking game. The only thing that was different was you trade an onside kick for an AJ AJ Aaron Jones fumble. Uh, HaHa Clinton Dix had two interceptions in that game. Jair Alexander had two interceptions in that game. 
only NFC championship game or only championship game to have a person have two interceptions and then lose that game. And then in the in the same way, 2014, we talked about the Bucks changing their mind, becoming aggressive, going for it mm-hmm. on fourth down. You saw the fucking Seahawks change their mind. They pulled a fake field goal mm-hmm. and threw a touchdown on us for their first of three touchdowns in that game. Yeah, you thought they might have been going for a fake punt at the end of the half or something like that. They just took the punt team off the field and just went for the touchdown. They just fucking brought their balls out. That's what it is. They were braver than us. They had the testosterone to act more aggressively than we did. Yeah. I don't make ball references to be patriarchal. I literally mean the chemicals that fucking fuel testicles... Mm-hmm. and sperm are what made them beat us. Is that what testosterone is? It's the ball and sperm fuel? Something <laughs> fucking... I learned it in fifth grade, but yeah. And Did they teach me about balls in fifth grade? It was, yeah. It was yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. event. We got a little stick of deodorant. And yeah, I remember that. I got an old spice. Same. Yeah. Same school. So. Uh, in the fucking Hail Mary... The Hail Mary in the Seahawks game had happened at the very end of the fucking game mm-hmm. on Tremont Williams. And yep. you it was just like you threw it and you saw it and it was like, you know that's going to fucking, that's, that's it. it. Same thing happened, only this time it was against Kevin King. Guess what? Tremont Williams left the fucking team. He wasn't back the next year. Kevin King's not coming back next year either. Yeah, I don't see how you bring him back. There needs to be hell to fucking pay for what happened this week. You will never get a better shot at an NFC championship game. You're playing a first-year team from Florida in Green Bay in late January with the MVP on your fucking team at quarterback, and you fucked it up. And you'll never get that chance back. Never. Well, this has been the Bag of Boys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I hate it. I hate it. So, who should we do this podcast about next year? Let's do the fucking Bills. You know, they're on the up and up. Bills and Browns podcast? No, those those are teams with, like, fan bases. We should go somewhere where there's no fan base, like, to really speak Like Tampa Bay? The thing is, is that... The Chargers Force podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Herbert. I, I really like someone said like, oh, I see how some of y'all ain't ride or die. It's like, well, what if you just died? What if that killed you? Right. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the thing is, like, there's just something about the colors and the you can't. Like, this is this is what it is. You don't do another team. You can't just hop to another team. You're, we're just going to be sad for the rest of our lives. <laughs> like, we're just going to root for the shittier team. Let's wait six months and do a podcast about ice cream. Ice cream never hurts anybody like this. Ice cream is literally what good tastes like. Except ice cream sometimes gives you a brain freeze, and if I get a brain freeze, that might remind me of this game. When mom dies, I'm going to be like, this is like the fucking NFC championship. <laughs> it's like 2020 all over again. <laughs> what, you mean the year of the pandemic? No, the fucking NFC championship <laughs> that happened in 2021. So, everyone wants to talk about how depressing the 2014 NFC championship game was, and this was this was as depressing. It was This was as bad. And, and we had a better shot this year than we had that year. We had a better team this year than we had that year. We know we have the best team this year. In the NFC, at least. Yeah. I, I can't speak to the Chiefs. I would have loved to fucking see. Yeah. But, I, you know, the Chiefs haven't played fucking better than we played. How can, yeah, what? 
there's not going to be a point next year when it's like when you can actually get excited. Like, they get two 12 man penalties on us? Oh, yeah, there was so, one yeah. at the very fucking end, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that gave them first and five, and then they only had a good five yards. Hey, how good was that call to get the offsides, though? To just go for the encroachment? That was, that was good. I, I mean, that was pretty fucking brilliant. Yeah, because that, that was definitely, like, second and three. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you knew they were going to get it, and so it was like, yeah, that's fucking game over once they get that. Yeah. Yeah, that was smart. What if that was actually the worst play of the game? Like, what if, like, they tried to run it two more times and we actually just stopped them? Yeah, we had Snacks Harrison. We were built for that shit. (laughs) I thought we were built for shootouts. Well, you know what you need? Our defense was. Yeah. Our, we got into the shootout portion of the game, and they fucking started nabbing interceptions. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the most important part of your shootout defense, and he failed. Aaron Rodgers failed. I, I saw someone, you know, Pat McAfee was saying, was was going hard saying that, like, if Aaron Rodgers wants to leave, if he's not happy, he's going to get out of there. And Dan Orlovsky, you know, was talking with him, and he was like, guys, he's not going anywhere. And Adam Schefter's like, if he wants to, he can. Like, Adam Schefter's saying that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, who does Aaron have to be upset with? Matt LaFleur let him call all the fucking plays down the stretch. The defense put him in position to win twice in a fucking row. What more do you want? I don't know what I saw him say. Uh, I don't know what he said today on McAfee. Do you know, like, how long he went, or... I don't know. All I, all I saw briefly was that he clarified he just was trying to not make an absolutist statement, which is what I kind of figured as well, yes. and he doesn't, you know, he, he thought it would have sounded stupid to make an absolutist statement when he's his future isn't certain either. He wasn't... He doesn't think he's going to leave Green Bay. Yeah. So... This, this is what I'll say about Aaron Rodgers... Uh, Aaron Rodgers did let down the Packers. He absolutely let this one slip through his hands. Taking sacks, taking too long to to throw the ball, not not running when he should have. Those those three and outs, those were the those were the backward. That's those were the points that you needed to get to get up to the expectation that we have for this team, to get to 31, 31.8 or whatever it is, and win the game. And he didn't do that. I did not want to listen to Aaron Rodgers talk after that game. I there's I wanted nothing to do with him because I was like, you know what? You're a fucking loser. And I I don't doubt that he felt that too. I absolutely believe that he didn't. I don't know how you could bring yourself to the podium after the game that he had and say, yeah, you know. Even, like, of course he knows. He, I mean, he has the highest expectations for himself. I'm not saying this to absolve him. I'm saying that I know he feels probably similar things that I feel. I just get tired of hearing fucking, uh, no matter how bad you feel, Aaron Rodgers feels a million times worse. And really, (laughs) I know it sucks for him, and he's got a legacy and everything, but is it really that hard for him to have the next fucking four or five months off to go to his multi-million dollar house and live his million dollar life and do whatever the fuck he wants in this entire world for the next fucking foreseeable future. Is he really having a fucking tough time right now that I don't understand? Because uh, my life is entirely fucking over for the foreseeable future. I ain't got no fucking cool shit to do. I gotta live in this fucking COVID lockdown bullshit with no fucking jets to fly around in, no golf courses that want to fucking host me on some fucking private shit. Fuck worrying about Aaron Rodgers' feelings. My feelings hurt too. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, that's that's true. 
That's I, I think that's absolutely like that's that's the truth to this devastation is that yeah, there's a lot of us that this was the thing to look forward to. Like this really do you remember what the pandemic was like before football? It was just Trump fucking everyone, <laughs> shitting on everything. Luckily we don't have Trump now. But all the shit's still there. Man, like it yeah, just not having something to look forward to. There's nothing like football. There really isn't anything that's and this was the most exciting. This was the best. This was this is where you kind of let yourself go. This is where you can be a little cocky. And it's not cocky. It's just knowing what you got. And this, like, you mentioned let yourself go. I feel like this for me, you know, my kid's going to turn two in a week and a half. And, like, he's going to be almost three about this time next year. I feel like this is, that, that for me, this was kind of like the last ride to really do it this way. You know, before I have to be like a football dad and not just like a foot, like I can take, you know, not, not that I'm completely without responsibility for those three hours, but like I fucking shift my weight (laughs) to the other foot in in my marriage for those three hours. Like I, and I, I've allowed myself to get emotionally invested and emotional and to drink heavily and to fucking rah, rah it up. And it's just... I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna come around like this again. It was a it was a last ride of sorts for me too. You know, and this, I don't know when I'm gonna have another year where I won't have to have a church job because now that I have this income, it's it's kind of indispensable. Like this this year, since I recorded all our church services on Friday, I didn't have to be there until twelve which is an hour past the game start time on Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, this was this was the last of a kind for me, too. Yeah. I could be dead next year. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not saying intentionally, but, like, there's car wrecks and shit. My heart can just fail at any time the way I live. No! Out. See, you got to stop that. Andrew, we, like, you... You realize we don't want you to die, right? You realize I don't, like, want to die. Yeah, well then, like, what are you doing to change that? You say your heart could just go at any time. That's scary. Yeah, you complain about heart problems too, motherfucker. Yeah, that's why I don't drink and smoke as much. And I try to Did I exercise. Did I tell you how I was fucking dd the other night? Yeah. Yeah. Now you're saying it was the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> yeah, that you're yeah, never going to do that again. Humorous. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, ha ha. It's not. But I'm still trying to fucking hang around for another Super Bowl. Because who fucking wants to die, you fucking idiots? Let me make jokes. God damn. I think we got to get lives outside of football. <laughs> Man, I was thinking about that. Like, what? Oh, I'm going to get back into cooking more, read more cookbooks. Oh, I'm going to, you know, start practicing more piano. Hmm. It's just not the same. I mean, it'll be good. Like, I think it'll be a good, like, I'm going to read more books. <laughs> Alright. Gay. I think it'll be good. But it was just, it was such an awesome thing to be a part of. And then for it to just end like it did. So disappointing. There's, I mean, there's literally... 20 things that you can point to that like, Hey, if that went differently, it would be a different story. You know what I don't want to hear? I don't want to hear people telling me it was a good season. 
I don't want to hear that either. Like last year was a good season. This year, this year was a fucking. It was an elaborate ruse. I feel like the rug was pulled out from under me. I feel like the setup was for something more than this. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Oh. It doesn't make sense that we would lose this game this week. This isn't like an acceptable conclusion to this fucking plot line. Like, the writers that are writing life did a fucking horrible job with this one. This is like Game of Thrones fucking series finale fucking levels of awful. Mm-hmm. Narrative fucking blue balls like a motherfucker. This was like... Zadarius Smith tweeted, I can't sleep. I feel like a kid on Christmas. Which is another thing I blame. Like, dude, Zadarius, take a fucking melatonin. Get to sleep. <laughs> but it was. It was like... Hey, I take melatonin now. I do. I, I just started was, two days ago. It's, I like it. It's just really... Does it work? It hasn't worked for me at all yet. Maybe it just takes time to kick it. Well, I mean... It's not a great thing for causing causing a huge sleep drive. For me, it kind of like I, if I'm already tired, it definitely works. But like I couldn't have taken melatonin the other night to get to sleep for the game. I don't think I don't think it would have worked. But anyway, so for our non melatonin taking listeners, <laughs> take melatonin. Uh, but anyway. It was like going to bed for Christmas and coming down to the tree and seeing Krampus ready to beat you with chains. <laughs> and then he just beats you with chains. Like, But behind Krampus, your mother is like trying to hand you a gift, but you just can't quite get around him. And you can see it, and it's right there, and you're just like, <laughs> Mom, get him out of the way! <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is my mom in this, in this metaphor. <laughs> But it wasn't a good season. It's not a good season when you're the best team in the league and you lose in the conference championship. That's not a good season. Because, yeah, the point of that season is to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was a regular season. Yeah, last year we were like, hey, let's see if we can make the playoffs. Whoa, second seed. All right, let's see if we can take this thing. All right. This year it was totally different. Aaron Rodgers was on a mission and you know what he's a great regular season quarterback mm. but that's not, mm. a, not a great quarterback mm. yeah and I, you know you were saying it's it's hard to see the point at which it becomes exciting like oh great we got the one seed again yeah you know yeah. where where's yeah the divisional round isn't going to be shit next year right it, it, it totally will to me this year like it, yeah, it really wasn't. Yeah. This, this was the point where my fucking energy finally kicked in. I wasn't worried last week. I wasn't at all. This week I was fucking shooting bricks. And turns out I should have been because everything is forced. So, you know, I think, I think one thing, another thing that's true is like... Aaron and Matt LaFleur, they don't have experience with this. I tweeted this before the game. Ten of the Packers' 13 regular season wins were wins in which we had a three-score lead at one point. And that compares to the Chiefs, who had 14 wins. They had a three-score lead in just six of their 14 wins. And that's the Chiefs, who are about to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Tom Brady's got no answer for that shit. No, Tom Brady's only hope against the Chiefs is the same strategy pulled against us, which was to stare us in the face until we piss ourselves when it counts. Yep. And I don't know if the Chiefs are going to do that. I don't know, man. Don't count out underdog Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the underdog. <laughs> was that it? Did your heart give out? <laughs> what a way to go. Tom Brady. You just, you just, you have no choice. You gotta sit with it, fucking live in it, realize it. 
Yeah, all the all the money's gone. Like, actually speaking, unless like some crazy shit starts to happen, you start to hear like Aaron Rodgers' deal has been restructured. Um, I don't know who else you can really restructure their deal at at this point to push. I think what I mean the main thing is the cap has to come in higher than what people are expecting it to. They, the the NFL has to find it in its heart to have a fucking fat cap this year. What if Bakhtiari's leg is way worse than we thought and he dies? <laughs> that might get his deal off the books. <laughs> That's the Darren Ravel angle. <laughs> Ain't no rule say you gotta pay a dead man. <laughs> Ain't no rule that says a dog can't play. You pay him in kibble. Air Bud. 17. Airing it out. There it is. You know, I trust that good boy. Uh, yeah, no, like what... So, is there anything that you realistically see happening that can actually get you excited for the upcoming season? I mean, the draft will have something to say. Like, we'll see what kind of we get in the draft. Also, the defensive coordinator change could bring about some hope. If we if we get more of an attacking defense, it's hard to imagine that we're as fucking soft and cushy, you know... Yeah, who's out there for D coordinator that you would get excited about? So the three that I saw, and I looked at this today, so I have a good list actually on hand for this question. There's um, Wade Phillips is is out there, and we can we can say we can say what we want. If we got Wade Phillips, we get excited about him. I mean, Wade Phillips is all about fielding a fucking aggressive athletic defense, and then there's. Uh, Jim Leonard is the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin. It's like a young former player, kind of up and coming thinker about defense. Someone that we could get excited about. Again, not proven. You know, it's not like we're bringing in Robert Sala, but it's someone that we can get excited about. Maybe the next Robert Sala. And then there's Chris Richard. Who is the... Chris Critchard. No, Chris Richard, the architect, the secondary coach from the Legion of Boom. Was in Dallas as their passing game coordinator until Jason Gary got fired. So he's the other guy that's like, we don't know how he didn't get a job this last year. Maybe mm. he was out doing some field research. Maybe he's going to come back with a new spin on things. Mm. So, what is Big Fangio's retirement has been a ruse? He's not retired. Yeah, he's the coach of the Broncos. Oh, who am I thinking about? The fucking... Wade Phillips? Oh, Chuck Pagano? <laughs> no, the thank you. Just retired? What? The Bears defensive coordinator that just fucking retired. Chuck Pagano, yeah. That's him? Yeah. Nah, that's big thank you, though. <laughs> no, Pagano replaced Fangio when Fangio went to the Broncos. Big yeah, Fangio uh, is very much the coach of the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Chewy Decimal System? Chewy Decimal? Did you say the Chewy Decimal System? <laughs> Anyway, we're coming up on an hour, so we should probably end this podcast. Um, so we tried finding something to get excited for for next year. Honestly, like for me, it's probably Aaron Jones. If we say sayonara to Aaron Jones, I'm going to feel like we're fucking giving up because our run game won't be as good. That'll be fucking sad. It'll be hard to be the offense we were with the same foot. Anyway, fuck it. You know how it works. We'll be back here in August. We don't like to podcast in the off season because fucking who cares? It's the off season. Yeah. I'll still think about I the Packers, know. but there's nothing to say. There's nothing real to say. Right. Let's talk about all the receivers in the draft. 
Yeah, I'm really glad that we didn't hop on that train last year. We would have talked a lot about some guys that ended up on other teams. So they went with Jordan Love. Whoa, why didn't they listen to our podcast? (laughs) What we were talking about. Thank you for listening to the Packer Force Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Sill, joined by my brothers Peter Sill and Andrew Sill, the Mountain and the Legend, respectively. I'm the professor. Uh, This was another fucking failure of a season by the Green Bay Packers. We are four for four in terms of having seasons that are fucking fat failures. And episode 100 was going to be this episode where we won the Super Bowl. But instead, it's going to be the first episode of next year. So look the fuck out for that, you fucking assholes. Um, I don't want to play Daybreak because I'm not sure there is one. Boom. Break that.